welcome to The Spoke Speaks. Hello. This is Christine. And Lindsay. And we're here to talk to you today about something quite seasonal. Yeah, we were having a chat and we thought, let's do a dealer's choice moment here. Mm. Because I've been experiencing uh, this seasonal situation and actually I've seen it come up in a few meetings and public events that I've been involved in. And we thought, why not just say a little something about it from a voice perspective. And if there's anything you've been experiencing as well or anything that you find helpful, we would love to hear that too. So in essence, what we're talking about today is just allergies, change of the season stuff, really anything around this time of year that might affect your throat, your nasal passages, your sinuses, Mm -hmm. (laughs) all that lovely stuff. Um, I personally get very affected by sinus issues um, with through my allergies and in this time of year. Christine, you, you get some as well. Yeah, I think living in a big city means that around this time of year, I get really clogged. Yeah. Yeah, just more mucus mm-hmm. in general, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is always All those a delight. delightful things, <laughs> yes. Um, and I think sometimes it leads to a, a creation, particularly if you're having to speak or if you're you know, needing to present a, a public moment, it can create these kind of funny crossovers where the clogging and the tension mm. leads to croakiness. Yeah like a really extreme croakiness that seems to kind of come out of nowhere. And even that kind of like, oh, I've got to clear my throat yes. before or after or during the croakiness. Yeah. yeah. And so I guess I thought it would be a good idea to just talk about prevention and what you can do in the moment as well, which really, uh, the way I think about it is, you know, you can't give in to the, the panic mode. Yeah. If that makes sense. People get really worried about it. They really do. And so I'll use, you know, without being very specific about my high profile (laughs) meetings. No, it was was a very interesting meeting, but nothing crazy, guys. No, Lindsay has some really high profile (laughs) meetings, y'all. She's playing it cool right now. (laughs) But there was um, this moment where a gentleman, he had been pointed to to speak on on a certain topic. You know, he was just asking for his viewpoint. And he really just got the croaks Mm. straight away. And I felt a lot of empathy because across this room, the table, I was just seeing him then kind of panic about how he could get rid of it. And he did that kind of (coughs) throat clearing thing, which is not actually helpful. I guess that's Mm. the first thing to say maybe is even though that's an instinct, it's not good for your vocal folds and it's Mm. not good for the extra mucus situation Mm. but he really um gave in to a sense of thinking that it had been much more time than it had and like really worrying that he couldn't get a clear sound back straight away so was it like he started to speak and it got croaky and then he tried to clear it and then it was like a self-fulfilling yes and then it kept being croaky and Oh, yeah. And then he kind of had to cough and, like, took some sips of water. Yeah. And eventually we got there. But my feeling was, you know, if that happens, first of all, it's perfectly normal. Yeah. 
uh, especially in rooms as they're being heated or mm-hmm. whatever. And your air conditioning too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, both situations. And this was, you know, as we're in October now, it was a cool morning. So I suspect they had some heat on. Mm-hmm. So it was a little bit dry. Uh, so it's, it's normal. And we all have these various, you know, mucus levels anyway. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, you don't have to feel embarrassed by it. You can just say, even just holding up the kind of one moment hand mm-hmm. and giving yourself a good swallow yeah, might be the easiest way to reset things. A swallow, I would say, and then taking a nice supportive breath yeah, because the breath can power through the croakiness mm. much better than the kind of almost like throwing it in reverse is how I would describe that clearing action yeah, because it just kind of gums things up a bit more, very technical term. Yeah, gums things up. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely read that. Well, (laughs) you know, for lack of getting too technical here. No no technical. Yeah. It's like trying to run an engine that's stalling. Yes. More. And then pushing it harder. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Which is why it can hurt after you clear your throat. If you're clearing your throat a lot, that's why you can start to get sore because you're really kind of pressing things together in a really uncomfortable way yeah yeah and and I think even in terms of prevention drinking a lot of water ahead of time yeah a lot of people don't know this but it takes two hours for water to reach your vocal folds and isn't it like so it takes two hours for it to reach your vocal folds mm-hmm. and then it's like even longer for it to actually affect the mucus levels yeah it's something I don't know is it like eight to 12 hours or something to actually oh gosh I don't know I think there's something I mean it's it's kind of tied up in hydration levels overall because I I run too so I spend time thinking about hydration and mucus (laughs) yeah and mucus just both affect me very very dearly so um but we're actually complicated it's it's complicated to really hydrate our bodies Mm. it's a much longer term game than people think and you know to affect especially when you are more clogged to actually thin out the mucus uh, it takes time yeah it takes really consistent I guess maybe we're not saying you need to like worry about chugging water like 12 hours before you do anything no but the consistency is key yeah and it can be something that it can be more like it can make you feel more secure before yeah. these situations if this is something that's happening to you if you know like you're going to be speaking in a meeting or giving a speech or auditioning for something or performing then like a good 12 hours before just starting your water intake could be really helpful and it's tricky in meetings because there's stuff like coffee and and yes. tea, which is dehydrating, and dairy makes you more phlegmy. So depending on how badly it affects you, maybe even staying away from some of those things right before you're going to speak, if you're going to speak. That's true. And I think as much as I love coffee for the caffeine pick-me-up, yeah. I do know that it affects me on a number of levels, mm. you know, including if any of you guys have acid yeah. reflux stuff too. Uh, if you're stressed anyway because you're speaking or auditioning or doing whatever, and you have extra phlegm from seasonal allergies, joy, 
Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a perfect storm, really. Uh, if you're sipping coffee right before any of that, it can really add to the dryness and the hoarseness mm. that might come across because of the, a combination of those factors. So water is the safest, at least until you've had your speaking moment. And then, you know, by all means, get your caffeine yeah. hit. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's not going to affect you. It's not like a huge thing, but if you're no. going to be speaking for a long time, it might be worth just considering. If you're just saying one thing, don't worry about it. But it's interesting because that kind of feeling comes up with nerves too. Like for a lot mm-hmm. of people, it's not even an allergy thing. It's yeah. just a, like, I'm nervous and suddenly I feel this clog in my throat. That's true. Uh, so, and I think what Lindsay was saying can still be really effective even in those situations of swallowing, drinking some water, taking a deep breath. You know, rather than the kind of like, I mean, of course, like if there's really nothing else that will do it and you need to clear your throat a little bit, like clear your throat, it's fine. But uh, some of these other things might help you not even have to get to that point, essentially. Yeah. And then it doesn't get worse and more irritated. Yeah. And I, I guess like, just don't feel like you have to push immediately for that throat clear. Yeah. Because it's never as long as you think it is when, you know, you have that situation come up. And people also, in my experience, really understand. Yeah. And the way it makes you look more human. Yeah. And that's fine. So like we said, that little hand gesture of, oh, just a minute. I'm holding my, I'm doing it to Christine right now. But you know, that like little pointer finger, like, oh, just one sec. Like, so people know you're okay. It's not like anyone's going to think you're choking or something, Mm -hmm. but don't feel bad about taking your time to reset because it's quite quick, really. Yeah. 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 And you'll feel better once you have reset. You'll feel more confident. You'll feel more like you're ready to actually start talking as opposed to something took you by surprise and now you're like catching up all the time. Yeah. It's a real sense of, it's like a a little mini panic. Yeah. That happens, I think. And there's just no need Mm -mm. for that. And I think also like after that, then shifting the focus to something else, because it will start to clear the more you start to send breath through the folds as you speak. Yeah. So like just shifting your focus to some other part of the body or to who you're trying to talk to, what you want to say, because it will go. It's not like you're going to just continuously speak on a croak once you've had some some water and a deep breath. As long as you can keep the breath flowing, it'll clear itself up. And like Christine says, that shift is definitely a great strategy Mm -hmm. even looking across if it's a bigger table or whatever even looking across that space just seeing it and saying okay I've got to reach there yes exactly that'll trigger that response from your breath to fuel you a bit better yeah got some some seagulls in the background oh yeah well we're on an island I guess very atmospheric (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I guess the last thing I'll say about that is also warming up your voice before a meeting will help you with that. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of voice warm-ups on our website that you could take a look at at bespoke-communication.com because uh, a big part of a voice warm-up is actually to try to help you clear your phlegm because everybody has a little bit of phlegm in yep. the morning after not speaking for a lot of hours. So if it's something that like none of these tips are, are helping you with, you might consider a more kind of um, muscular release work warm-up. To sort of just get you feeling ready, kind of like you work out and you feel more ready. Absolutely. It's a great mindset to put yourself in before you know. If if you know you're going to be speaking and you want to feel your best, you can't go wrong. And then I guess, too, like worst case scenario, you wake up late, you're on the run, have a little hum 
Yeah. In the elevator. That's right. Up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Just send some vibrations through. It's a really easy way to help the phlegm clear up mm-hmm. and get you feeling buzzy, wake up the resonators. So when all else fails, hum a simple little tune. Humming is the best. I feel like Mary Poppins you with that advice. So Mary Poppins. <laughs> we should just put you in a hat and give you an umbrella. I could fly away. Or is it a parasol? No, I think it's an umbrella. An umbrella. She's British. Yeah, she needs, right. She doesn't need a parasol. She needs a real... She, she has like a, a parasol. heavy-duty umbrella. She does have the parasol on their country outing. Right, okay. Well, that's fair enough. It's, yeah. a, it's important part of the outfit. Yes. Um, but... We don't carry parasols enough, if you ask my I opinion. would like to see more. Yeah. Personally. Could, maybe we should start that trend. I mean, we could easily get that going on Instagram, right? Yeah. Perfect. Send us pictures of you guys carrying parasols. Or flying on umbrellas. Or flying on umbrellas. That'd be great. I would love that. So yeah, we'll um, catch you next time. And please do tell us your questions. Mm-hmm. Tell us anything that is challenging for you, anything that's working really well. We're keen to have this conversation. Yeah. You can contact us on bespoke.com, contact at gmail.com. Or we have a, a website that you can contact us through, bespoke-communication.com. You can find us on Instagram at Bespoke Speaks and on Facebook at Bespoke Communication. So we are very findable. And, very uh, findable. Very fine and findable. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and yeah, if you like this podcast, just consider giving us a little a little rating and Absolutely. review on iTunes and Telling people about it, maybe subscribing. Subscribing you know? would be great. Yeah. We're, we're looking forward to seeing how it grows, and that all starts with you. So thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye.